वेलकम टू फोर्ब्स लाइफ इंडिया पॉडकास्ट सीरीज इन एसोसिएशन विद द इंडिकास डॉट कॉम माई नेम इज अभिषेक एंड ज्वाइनिंग मी ऑन द कॉल इज अभिलाषा खैतान एडिटर फोर्ब्स लाइफ इंडिया टू डिस्कस वॉट दिस मैगजीन और दिस इशू हैज इन स्टोर फॉर अस हाई अभिलाषा नाइस टू हैव यू बैक अगेन Hi Abhishek how are you I'm very well and Abhilasha this time around I can only imagine how much fun you would have had to edit this issue given that your letter from the editor is peppered with delicacies like you know wood fried pizza butter dosa kutu with organic red rice and a few others uh, uh, so so what is the theme of this issue the mm-hmm. theme of the issue is that year is ending and it's time to eat well and you know go to interesting places so uh, that's really where this sort of issue is uh, positioned our cover package really talks about food and different facets of food so food is a subject which is close to all of our hearts and you know stomachs so it was really fun uh, doing this one this issue puts mr vikas khanna on the cover page and you call him india's food ambassador to the world and for the uninitiated he's he's had quite a journey right from a small town in punjab uh, selling chole bhature from school to school to cooking for the obamas dalai lama and the others so he's uh, clearly india's most famous uh, face in the culinary world and um, if you watch enough tv shows you kind of know how uh, popular he is as a as a judge as a as a mentor and all of that his food sensibilities have stayed very true to india even though they have become refined and he's even earned four michelin stars and uh, as uh, kathakali chanda who met him and uh, interviewed him in delhi tells us you would be hard pressed to sort of identify any arrogance in him or any sense of oh i have arrived because he stays very humble he's so passionate and simple you know it's one of those success stories which you kind of really enjoy telling because the humility is is a is a quality i think which is increasingly very difficult to sort of find in people and you know he vikas khanna embodies that it's like a movie script isn't it when you read about him uh, right from his childhood days where he learned cooking uh, from his grandmother to landing in the us after a few failed attempts in india with barely any money in his pocket and 10 years exactly 10 years after that he gets his own restaurant and uh, he's already a, a mini star so it's but uh, i i think a lot of these interesting stories tend to sort of have this uh, dexterous feel to it it's really not even just about that it's it's about how he's kind of a breakthrough achiever right i mean he's just broken through a lot of barriers he's he brought indian food into the upper uh, strata of of the culinary world where it's no longer just about a curry given in a bowl and dip your roti into it and eat it he sort of worked on the presentation he's given it a he's allowed a plate of indian food to be sold at a certain price point which kind of is uh, setting a benchmark uh, for the cuisine so it's really a remarkable journey in terms of just a successful chef successful artist and he sort of uh, elevated his passion into a into an art form into a craft which is quite an inspiring thing to read about absolutely and and talking about uh, how uh, food and art uh, go hand in hand there is one little story on uh, uh, desserts as well pooja dhingra she talks about desserts and a few other so i'll i'll let you abhilasha just talk about a few of the highlights of this issue sure pooja dhingra is uh, also two years ago we kind of felicitated her as part of uh, forbes india's 30 under 30 achievers and uh, she's continued to be one of the desert landscapes shining lights in bombay where her mac- 
macarons continue to be the toast of the town and she's become the byword for macarons really and uh, you know she gives a very funny quirky and uh, very realistic uh, take on what it means to be a, a pastry chef it's not all or uh, what you see in uh, cooking shows you know in in shows like master chef where it all looks very sort of glamorous and all of that uh, but she, they also show the blood and sweat which really is uh, you know it's a combination of both so she's given us a lovely window in, into her profession then we have another story on the creation of gouda the famous cheese of dutch origins which is uh, created uh, right here at home in kashmir our contributor went to the workshop and met met the man behind all of it who's working with the local gujar community to make this happen it's again a really inspiring take of what you can do with the local community by using their produce which is the milk and uh, you sort of help them both in a socio economic manner as well as you put them on on the map in a sense and of course uh, we have a very sort of fascinating glimpse into america's twist with ghee which is been done by another contributor it is again a, a fascinating sort of insight ghee gets referred to as ghee and not merely clarified butter even 150 years back in cookbooks you know during the time so ghee has come back with a bang because it's now considered to be a superfood and of course in the middle we all panned it as oh god it's so fattening let's let's have some you know something healthier in your note from the editor you write that it's an essential ingredient at your home because you come from a marwari home and it, you, yeah. you can't have food without ghee and whole um, and lots of it no no i and we all have uh, food right. without ghee and lots of it <laughs> but but uh, the older generations in any any marwari home needed ghee and if you yeah. have dal with any other for cooking medium and you have dal with ghee the the difference is palpable you really are making a compromise with your taste buds if you uh, if you leave out the ghee is all i'm going to say Yes, and uh, what about a few other stories? How how do you tie in one on golf? Golf has been known to be a corporate sport uh, for the longest time. It's a place where you talk about networking, uh, about uh, making relationships, which are more business-like, uh, about striking deals and all of that. Uh, we thought uh, we would speak to four uh, corporate honchos, uh, to leading corporate executives, to find out from them. what golf means to them and we found it's not just a, a transactional thing where you go there with a with an end game in mind as it were but you also go there because it sort of helps you uh, build relationships which are not merely about work you you sort of strike great friendships it's also a downtime where you're sort of playing a game for 3 4 hours you're walking around the course it gives you room to breathe uh, we all know people who've taken up golf at a later stage in life you don't need to be a young person to sort of play the game so So it was interesting to see what the game means to uh, people from that walk of life. Moving from golf, and I have no uh, segue into this. You have one on horror films in India. How uh, low investments can get you high returns, and it's nowhere as close to what happens in the West. It's different here in India. The genre of horror films. Essentially, if you think horror films, you think Ramsey Brothers, right? I mean, that's pretty much what happens in India. It's not like it's changed or anything drastically. but the writer herself is a filmmaker and uh, she's also made a film which is uh, a psychological thriller but is sort of dabbles in the horror uh, genre as well says that you know because of a lot of international tie ups as well as a lot of 
an uptick in the festival circuit in uh, horror films there is a separate section on uh, on horror films being showcased at some of these festivals and a lot of indif- independent filmmakers are getting into the genre she believes that there is going to be um, a rehauling of the horror film genre in india and there will be a more sophisticated uh, approach uh, which which would we would be able to sort of see very soon so it's something to look forward to for the horror film buffs uh, for some good homegrown uh, you know scream fest so the other highlight of this issue is really visual for me there are two in particular i'd like to point out one of them is on the vanishing tribes which is curated from a book where you look at tribes from across the world uh, who may vanish at any point of time who are still surviving uh, despite the onslaught of globalization as the writer puts it the pictures are just stunning and evocative so it's definitely um, thought provoking as well so that's one i would sort of look at and feel a little a sense of even sadness maybe and it's on the other end of the spectrum really is a far more uh, glossy glamorous selection of hotels if you were to get the right room and sit by the window you would have seen one of the wonders of the world so our um, photo editor uh, madhu kaparath has uh, curated seven fabulous hotels from which to see the seven wonders of the world so you know that's a pretty good way to end end the year with yes indeed some others are uh, you you have an interview with uh, kiran nagarkar uh, the award winning uh, novelist another story about bespoke personalized goods handcrafted which from perfumes to toothpaste mascaras rocking horses so this issue is something that one can you know sit back at before the end of the year and enjoy it on that note abhilasha it's it's time to wrap up thank you very much for your time thanks abhishek thanks so urging all you listeners to pick this issue up and uh, send in your feedback uh, at forbes life in on twitter or you can get in touch with abhilasha at abby khetan that's abby khetan on twitter you can get this podcast on itunes as well as on forbes india